Hello, welcome to the Green Schools Futures Podcast. Green Schools is a program of efficiency in Nova Scotia. We do classroom presentations from grades primary to 12, centering on energy and energy efficiency, as well as green careers. On this podcast, we talk to different people with diverse green career backgrounds, and today is no exception. We are pleased to have Tylee Haley as our guest today. He is the African Nova Scotia Recruitment Officer with the Nova Scotia Community College, NSCC. So sit back and enjoy this episode of the Futures Podcast. Happy Monday. Thank you so much for having me. That's awesome. So I'm so excited to chat with you today. We have a few questions and we're going to go through them and just feel free to speak as you would like. So could you tell us a little bit about yourself? What are some interests and some hobbies? Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, so as, as you mentioned, I'm a recruitment coordinator for African Nova Scotia students here at NSCC, uh, also known as Nova Scotia Community College. Outside of what I do here in the college, which I'm very passionate about doing recruitment, especially for um, students within the community, uh, prospective students in high school, junior high. I also enjoy doing some acting and modeling, um, as well as personal training. Um, so I'm a, I'm a man of many trades, uh, but this is kind of my main hat that I wear. Uh, this is like my career job, and um, I'm very happy with what I'm doing right now. That's awesome. So how long have you been working with NSCC and how did you find yourself doing what you do? That's a great question. So I guess I'll, I'll kind of start with the latter of the two questions that you asked. Um, I went to school in Newfoundland. Uh, I, I'm from here. I grew up here in Halifax, but uh, I, as soon as I graduated from high school, I went to uh, Memorial uh, University in St. John's, Newfoundland, and I did my Bachelor of Business Administration. Um, at the time, I was playing basketball. I didn't really know what I wanted to do after basketball, after university. I kind of just worked a, a lot of different jobs, connected with a lot of different people. And my first job out of university was actually at the bank. I was a financial advisor, which was ironic because at the time, I wasn't the greatest with my finances. And uh, I think that, you know, life works in mysterious ways where you kind of end up where you're meant to be. And it was um, December or November 2018. And um, I just was really not happy working in the bank. By this time, I had moved back to Nova Scotia and I was working at a bank, um, you know, very close to where I actually work now. And um, I found a job opportunity to work as a admissions service specialist at NSCC in a term position. And what that what that job entails is basically uh, you were working in the admissions department, basically in a contact center where you answer phone calls and emails from pretty much anybody and everybody asking questions about NSCC. So it's almost like you're an information hub. Um, and I worked in that role for um, close to two years. And then after that, I was given a really good opportunity to work as an African Nova Scotia student service advisor in a term position. So that was a little bit different. That was based out of the Picto campus where um, I would help students uh, kind of navigate through school things, you know, whether it be wanting to make sure they got enrolled in the right classes, wanting to make sure they had the right accommodation set up so they have extra time on a test, making sure that they know all the awards and stuff that they would qualify for. 
Um, that was a very, very good position. And, um, but again, it was a term position. So then finally, um, I seen a position, the position I'm in now um, for African Nova Scotian recruitment coordinator uh, for the college. And it was a full-time permanent position. And, uh, you know, a lot of you listening, um, you know, if you work in government jobs or any, any type of uh, jobs in the future, there's positions where you can work term and then full-time permanent and full-time permanent is very good because then it allows you to have opportunities uh, like doing an educational leave, which I'm looking forward to eventually doing. I want to go back to school and get my master's of post-secondary education and being full-time permanent and off of probation, it will allow me to do that. You cannot do that in a term and you cannot do that when you're on probation. So I know that's a lot of information to take in, but uh, that's kind of how I ended up here. Awesome. So I have a follow-up question. So you brought up that, you know, um, you kind of didn't have a linear path to get to where you are today. You kind of went around, you know, you went to university, then you be, you went into finances, and then you ended up here. Um, would you say young Ty saw himself doing what he's doing today? Like a 10-year-old Ty would have been like, that's exactly what I'm going to do with my life. Uh, it's so funny you say that because, you know, uh, I'm going to try to explain this story very quickly just for time's sake. But um, I'm a very strong believer that whatever you put your mind to and you are committed and serious about it, you will get it. And a young 10-year-old Thai um, really had no idea what I wanted to do. And I mean, that—that that, and that is totally okay. No one expects you to know what you, you that you want to do, especially any time before you're 18. Um, what you should really be doing is really trying different things and discovering yourself, really finding out what you like to do, what you don't like to do. I think that that's so much important than just th saying, oh, I want to do this when I'm older. I want to do that, you know, because you never know the, the thing that you might be, you know, best suited for might not exist yet. And you have to be able to, um, you know, find out what things that you like and what things that you don't like. When I was actually 16, 17, and I was getting ready to um, graduate high school. Um, I think, yeah, 17. What I really wanted is I wanted to be a firefighter. And that's that was my dream. And even when I went to school in Newfoundland, I still wanted to be a firefighter. And I'm 31 now to put that in perspective. And a lot of you might think that that is old. But I mean, I, <laughs> I think it's old too, but it's still a good age to be able to uh, make mistakes and kind of learn and try new things. Um, all throughout my 20s, I still tried to get into the uh, fire department. And it wasn't until um, just this past year in October 2022 when I finally got my shot to be in the fire department. But the most, be the most beautiful thing I want you to take away from this is that that's what I always wanted based on the limitations I had set for myself. So at the time I thought that being a firefighter was the best thing that you could ever do. You know, I'm a person that has a big heart. I like to help people. And for me, that is what I see myself doing. That, that was my acts of service to the world to be able to save people's lives and to um, practice uh, fire safety and things like that. But it wasn't until I joined the college and, and started connecting with students, prospective students here in the community, but also uh, on an international scale, because NSEC has a lot of international folks, that I realized that I think I, you know, enjoy um, changing lives than saving lives. And then that's when I made this decision that I wanted to 
uh, stay where I'm at and, um, you know, keep going with the educational path instead of going to the fire department. It's just so funny because had I given, been given this opportunity, you know, two, five, eight years in the past, I would have, I would have said it was a no brainer. I would have done fire department, but the fact that I spent these last 10 years really discovering myself and, and, and thinking about how I wanted to be remembered and what kind of legacy I wanted to leave. It was a no brainer for me. Now it was still a very difficult decision that I had to make. And it took lots of time and lots of reflecting. And, and I think like a good technique for any of you listening out there, um, if you're faced with tough decisions and, and not knowing which way to go, I think a good um, thing to do would be to, uh, write down um, the pros and cons of each decision that you make and and really just take the time. Don't don't rush into making a decision if you're not 100% about it and that your heart's not in it um, because you don't want to live with regret. And I can honestly say that even though it would have been really cool to be a firefighter looking back, uh, even though this was less than a year ago, uh, I think I made the right decision and I'm very happy and I'll, uh, I'll live with the decision that I made. That... That is awesome. That is awesome. Ty. You gave a word. Like there was so much in there, so many truth bombs. And I was like, yes, that's 100. I 100% agree with that. So could you describe to someone who would not know exactly what your role is at, at the NSCC? So what is like a day to day? What do you get up to? Yeah, that's a great question. So the reason why I love this position so much is because there's so much flexibility in my role. Um, one thing that I that that is awesome about my role is that I am remote, so I can pretty much uh, outside of going and doing presentations, which I'll talk about here in a sec. Um, I can work at home. I can work in a coffee shop. You know, I, if I really wanted to, I can work. You know, maybe not too far away from the campus, but you know, I could be you know at a, at a cottage or, or wherever, as long as I'm getting the work done. Um, so that's, that's a beauty. And especially since COVID, I, I, I've been that guy that had to come into work every day, 8.30 to 4.30, um, you know, two 15 minute breaks, one hour lunch, you know, and just grind. And like, now I'm at a point now where, you know, I am a little bit more flexible with my schedule. You know, if I have something on the go in the morning, I'll work a little bit later in the evening. Um, if I want to wake up earlier, I'll get off sooner. So, um, especially in the summertime, it's, it's been a real true blessing to be in this role and to be able to have the flexibility that I've had. Um, what I do in my role, so there's five of us. So there's five recruiters at NSCC. Um, two of us deal specifically with African Nova Scotian prospective students and also Indigenous um, students as well. So uh, my responsibility is uh, as a recruitment coordinator to answer emails, phone calls, inquiries, um, of prospective students that are interested in coming to NSCC and also helping them with the application process and making sure that they know um, how to submit documentation, uh, what the timeline is to expect a response. Um, I also go to different um, organizations as well as schools to do presentations. So that's a big part of my job. Um, next month is going to be extremely busy for us because there's a thing called the Aero Tour where we go to different high schools all across the province and sometimes in other provinces where we set up booths and information sessions and talk to prospective students about our particular school. Um, but I also have the responsibility to make sure that if anything to do with 
um, African Nova Scotian prospective students that I'm the first person of contact. Um, I really want to be known as the go-to person for anybody that is from our communities that want to come to NACC to know to connect with me and that I will take care of them. And it, the beauty of it is I was a African Nova Scotian student advisor prior. So I know the whole life cycle of what a student is going through. And I can make sure that once they are on board and they don't deal with me anymore because they're a student, I can connect them with that proper student advisor that's going to take care of them and help them and things. So that's pretty much what I do. You know, sometimes I give out nice swag gifts and, you know, um, you know, but for the most part, right now, it's just a lot of emails, a lot of prospective students wanting to come in, a lot of planning and preparation. You know, strategic planning is a big part, uh, making sure that we're doing uh, what we need to do and we're recruiting the amount of people we need. There's a lot of things behind the scenes that, you know, a lot of us don't realize, but just making sure our enrollment targets are, are met. Um, collaborating with in, uh, international as well as marketing, because uh, two things that I've noticed over the last six months of being in this role is that international students are continuing to come here at an alarming rate, which is really good for mm -hmm. our community and our province, which I, you know, I, I do have a passion for that. And I think that, you know, if an opportunity comes in the future to be an international recruiter, I think I would love to do that. I love to travel. I've been to quite a few countries and I'd love to continue to go to more. But yeah, that's pretty much... Um, what I do. Thank you, Ty. So nice to hear about what you do at NSCC. Ty also mentioned he is a man of many hats. He is into acting, modeling, and personal training. It is also pleasing to know that he helps a lot of students and future students in his role at NSCC. It does not end here, folks. There is a part two coming up as we continue our conversation with Ty. See you soon.